Hey, Chosen Chosen Fam. Fam. I'm Liz. I'm Sarah. And welcome to Season 8 of the Tell Me About It podcast. In this season, we're bringing you more special guests, new topics, and the first ever Chosen Girl book club, which will take place at the end of each month. We know there's so much value in studying the Word, and we're excited to dive in to learn more about God and His call for our lives in a new way. If you aren't caught up, please feel free to subscribe and binge our first seven seasons wherever you find your podcast. And if this podcast has impacted you, we would be honored if you would rate us within your podcast app of choice. Grab your Chick-fil-A sweet tea and nuggets with us, and let's let's get get this party started. Welcome back, Chosen Girl fam. Hey, hey. We are back, and this is one of our, our chill weeks where we're just bringing some content to you. And let me tell you what's, let me tell you what, first of all, this week has been so busy, mm-hmm. and I know that we are not the only one that has busy lives, and we just have full transparency to bring to you. But um, in this episode, we really want to talk about quiet time. Quiet time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yeah, this episode is definitely like acoustic chosen girl. First of all, we're I love how last week we're like, guess what, guys? We're filming again. You get to see our face. And this week we're like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be real. We're in our athletic clothes, but we're it's eight thirty it. on a Thursday night. We're doing it. Yeah. This is real life. We're making our side hustle side hustle for the Lord happen. Amen. So all that to say, if you were in a space where you're like I feel like it's everything's not perfect. It's not the way I expected or intended for it to all to be. It's okay. Girl, it's all right. I know. Keep showing up. And I'm glad we're here. Yes. We just still showed up. Late night talking. It's kind of nice, though. I know. We've been doing all this late night talking. Y'all know this is a Harry Styles, Taylor Swift safe place. Of course. Of course. I love that. And if you have any problem with that, you can just... Turn it off. (laughs) Haters, back off. Haters, back off. Hey, I'm a firm believer. Don't be yucking on somebody else's yums. Yes. Don't be doing that. (laughs) But truthfully, don't be a hater. No. Especially about the things that don't matter. It don't matter. I mean, Harry Styles and Taylor Swift do matter. But, yeah, I digress. Yeah. Yucking on someone's yums. Wow. Don't be doing that. That's like, I, I love music. There, There's so many musicians that I love their style more than others that may be like super popular in mainstream music. Yeah. But I'm never going to be like, like you, we've talked about this before, but just a public service announcement. You will never make a friend by like, okay, let's, let's just use mm-hmm. Harry as an example. People will be like, oh, do you like Harry Styles? I'm like, oh yeah, I'm a huge Harry Styles fan. And people are like, oh, I don't really like him. Or he's a little odd. And I'm like, why do you think, are you, is this how you try to make friends? Some people do. You know, okay, but you know what they they say sometimes? They're like, if you don't have nothing nice to say, come sit next to me. True. But we should have nice things to say. And you totally have a right to your own opinion. But sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, what are you trying to prove? Don't rain on anyone okay. else's parade about it. Totally. Public service announcement. Yep, that's it. But yeah, we're here to talk about what, which, which, you know, we've talked about this a little bit on the podcast before, um, a quote unquote quiet time, which is a real churchy word. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but we just wanted to kind of come to you tonight or whenever you're listening to this. Um, we are recording in the evening, like we said, but um, to talk about what is our quiet time with the Lord looking like these days? Well, you know, one of the cool things is that it changes and it grows with you. Totally. And if you're in a place of feeling guilty that it doesn't look like what it used to, like if your life has changed, if it doesn't look like it did when you were in college because you had more freedom mm. or you're a mom now and it doesn't happen first thing when you wake up anymore, do not feel guilty. No. That's the enemy. The Lord loves, delights in spending time that we come to him. And so that looks like when you are in your car and the kids are in the back and they're having their own little thing and you're just like, you can, that's time to pray right there. For me, yeah. sometimes it's, it's like when I first wake up or when I choose my music that I'm going to like get ready to. Yeah. And you know, with the, this is not a quiet time thing, but it happens to me so frequently and it's kind of funny. One of the times that un- inadvertently becomes not necessarily a quiet time, but a Jesus time for me when I'm working out. Probably because I'm fighting for my life. <laughs> it's, it's like I'll be midway crying through. Crying out to God. <laughs> Help me. Seriously, I'll be midway through a workout and all of a sudden I'll start thinking about the people that I need to pray for. Mm. Or I'll think about what's going on. And before I know it, I mean like we'll be we'll be dancing or I'll be, you know, whatever, running, walking, lift, 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 lifting weights or whatever. And I'll just be like, God, please help them. Yes. And it, you never you never know, but take every any moment any moment can be spent with the lord so it's okay if it's not perfectly structured yeah and and i'm with you on like it's looked really different for me at different points in my life mm-hmm. and i also think that that's because like my concept of god has evolved mm. question mark yeah like um it really well like when the concept of quiet time with the lord first came into my life it was around like the era of church camp and like yeah middle school, high school, youth group vibes. And it really seemed like one of those things that was like, oh, if you're a Christian, if you're a good Christian, quote unquote, this is what you do. Mm -hmm. And it was very like performative almost. Ooh, yeah. And it can still be very much so that way, like especially with like social media Christian influencer culture of how it looks trendy to have the cute markers, which I'm not dogging on some cute markers or no. like, yes, we, we 100, this, this podcast is brought to you by cute markers. We love literally all things cute stationary. Yes. But it's also like intent mm-hmm. and that naturally leads to the impact it has on your life. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's definitely ebbed and flowed with, what season I'm in. And the, like I said, the motivation early on was more of like, I guess you could call it religion. Like this is what you're supposed to do. And, um, I even, you know, a really awesome pastor that I listened to at church camp when I was probably like 16, who I believe had full good intentions with saying this, but it kind of messed with my brain a little bit, but he would say no Bible, no breakfast. And mm. I'd be like, oh, man, that's right. Like, the first thing before your feet hit the floor, you've got to read the Bible. And, you know, like, honestly, when I take inventory of, like, what my quiet time with the Lord looked like at that time, it was really a checklist. Like, I was exhausted. I wasn't really comprehending what I was reading. I may have been, like, highlighting or or doing things like that, but it really wasn't seeping in yeah. to my spirit. And it was definitely more of like, okay, God, look what I did. Or 
okay, Instagram, look what I did. Mm-hmm. And it really was more about self-validation than yeah. like my actual growth in the Lord. So um, I'm glad that it's ebbed and flowed. I think that's, I think that's a very real thing. And because I feel like both of us are very like achievement focused. Totally. Um, I know, you know, if you, if I, I mostly use the Bible app um, versus a, a physical Bible it's just for me, I, that's just what I prefer because it keeps yeah. all my stuff in one place and it's always accessible. But with that, it's like, oh my gosh, I missed a day. You like know, the, the little, streak number? The little streak number. It gets, oh. it gets me. And especially after, you know, last year, like going so hard for the entire year. Yes. And I'm like, it's okay. God is not mad at you that you didn't, that you skipped a day. Yes. It is A-OK. Do you know how toxic that can get? I had my streak really high one time, and I fell asleep and did not open the Bible app that day. And literally, I thought, can I change the time zone yeah. on my phone yeah. to undo this? And then there. I was like, Sarah, what's wrong with you? <laughs> it's OK. What's wrong with you? How dare you be human? Not allowed. Right. Not allowed. But I'm sorry if I keep looking down. Y'all, we have this. Well, when you see us on film, on film, videoed, we have this beautiful lamp with like pressed flowers in it. And I like find something new that I love about it every time I look at it. It's so pretty. And it reminds me of Taylor Swift's dress she wore to the Grammys a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. it Yes. Like that's literally what this lampshade looks like. It's beautiful. Makes me very happy. Y'all will love it. Amazon, thank you. Yes. Um... So anyway, yeah. What is your quiet time looking like these days? So it's definitely been influenced by reading the Bible in the year last year because mm-hmm. that looked very, con- very pretty consistent for the entire year. Yeah. Um, but I really wanted to take some time to kind of, I don't know, get dive a little dive in in a different way or at least a little bit slower. With that, it's several chapters every single day. Yeah. Um, and this the plan that I'm on right now, it's just one chapter a day. And I'm going to be real. Girl, I got behind. I got like four days behind. And I was like, it's one chapter a day. You used to read four chapters in a single day. What's wrong with you? Right. Like, this is the conversation yeah. I'm having with myself. And I'm like, it's it's okay. It's okay. But that doesn't mean that I wasn't spending time praying. That, was, that didn't mean that I didn't talk to the Lord. And, and one of the things for my quiet time right now, it's usually wake up in the morning. I'll read my, my chapter for the day. I'll kind of ponder on it. I'll turn on some worship music while I get in the shower and do my makeup and stuff and get ready for the day. Nice. Um, and that's typically that's typically what it looks like. But I do really like that it's just one chapter because it gives me a lot more to think about versus mm-hmm. trying to think on so much more. Yeah. Um, but one of the, the coolest things about this is I, my mom and I are doing this together. Shut up. Yeah, it's really sweet. Our queen. We love her. She's. <laughs> I was talking to her yesterday, and she's like, she's also behind. But... Um, but it's, you know, it's okay because we still get to talk about, you know, what we're reading. And so right now it's nice that my, to a degree, my quiet time is not alone mm. in the fact that someone's doing it with me too. That's really good. Um, and so that, that's that been really fun because I don't think she and I have ever done anything like that. But all that to say, it's been really nice to slow it down. Don't feel like you have to read the whole Bible, you know, in a year and, and bite off this huge chunk. You can even just take like a few verses. And sometimes that's honestly how I get behind is I'll stop. And I'll, I'll listen to about half of a chapter and then I'll stop. And sometimes it's just because I'm busy. And sometimes it's because, oh, I didn't know that. And I'll open my concordance app and I'll go look for something else. And I'll mm. realize that I'm running late for work and I'll be like, ah, story my life. You know, yes. 
Um, and some there are some days that I don't listen until the evening, right before I go to sleep. Yeah. But right now, that's what my my quiet time's looking like. I love you? it. Um, mine has recently shifted and and is kind of in the ebb and flow yeah. of a current change, mm-hmm. which I'm really happy about. Um, and as y'all know, if you listened a few episodes ago with Hunter and I being in the adoption process, um, starting you know several months ago. Uh, my life changed completely and (laughs) I like for real I was like God you know I love you but I'm gonna have to go to bed right now like (laughs) you're like I'm drowning yeah I'm I'm drowning like I (laughs) like I'm gonna have to press pause and like if if somebody out there thinks that's not okay then I'm sorry, like, I, I'm not saying that my relationship with God is better than anybody's, but the God that I know has grace in that. Well, he's, I mean, not only is he, like, he is God, and but he's also our Heavenly Father. Yes. And there's a relationship that's there. Absolutely. And, like, I felt him in the midst of very tiresome and mm-hmm. new transitional and hard moments Mm -hmm. and I was like god hey like okay you know I'm here but um that slowly transitioned into for several weeks actually a couple of months of thinking okay I can absolutely do the bible app story of the day and what that is it's about a five to ten minute a day commitment you click on the story of the day it has like a pastor or Mm -hmm. a songwriter or author um, talking about the verse of the day and then it like types out the verse of the day and then it has um, a devotion that goes along with the verse mm-hmm. of the day and then it will have like a guided prayer yeah. beneath it. And so that was what I did for a couple of months and that like honestly sustained me so much even though it was such small little bites of content. But it does. It really, like it doesn't matter. Like, and I know that we say this all the time but it's so true the quality over the quantity, like it just kept my mind like right. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And more recently for Lent, um, which, oh my gosh, your girls are observing Lent. I'm so excited. Um, Can't wait to tell you guys all about it. But um, I've recently felt convicted about needing to get more intimate again Mm -hmm. with my time with the Lord. And so when I'm most intimate with God is when I write in my Mm -hmm. prayer journal, Mm -hmm. and when I take notes on his words. So I'm currently, um, for Lent, back on the prayer journal and note-taking train, which inevitably, inevitably, oh my gosh, inevitably means giving up more screen time in the mornings, which definitely needed to happen. Um, So I started with the Book of Romans, Love Romans. Which is one of my favorite books. But I read something really um, interesting the other day about the, like a commentary on the book of Romans saying that like it was one of the most crucial books to modern day Christianity. And I was like, I'm going Mm -hmm. to read it again. So I take one chapter a day. Yeah. If it's a big chapter, I split it into two and I write bullet notes. I'm a big bullet journaler Mm -hmm. um, on any verse that stands out to me. If I love it, I write why I love it. If I'm confused by it, I write out the verse and put a big, I've got a circled question mark here. Love that. Um, if I if it makes me think of anything that's going on in my life at that moment, mm-hmm. I write it down. So about half of my page of my journal 
is the commentary and what verses I liked, et cetera. And then I say the other half, but it's really like another whole page is me writing what's on my heart that day, what I want to pray for that day, what I want to thank God for that day. And I love, um, and I haven't done this in a long time, but like if you're ever wanting like a structure of how to prayer journal using the ACTS um, acronym. And let me look up what exactly that is because I haven't done that in so long. But it's basically like a format acronym to remind you of like what to write and Mm -hmm. almost like how to, I think it's actually ACTS prayer. Yeah, here we go. I've heard of another one similar to that. It's called SOAP. But I can't can't remember exactly which what all it you know it stood for yeah but those those things are so helpful to to help prompt you for sure so acts is adoration confession thanksgiving and supplication yeah and you can go google that like it has more commentary on like what do those things mean but that's really helpful to me so that my prayers are not just like asking all the time because like Mm -hmm. god is worthy of praise God is where, like, we also need to every day confess where we think we've gone wrong and ask God to, obviously, he's going to forgive us. We don't even have to ask. He's already forgiven us. But um, it's just good for us to confess Yeah. yeah, and repent. So, girl, Romans, (laughs) Romans, okay, if you have not, uh, if you have not taken the time in your life yet to go through and read the book of Romans, just do it. It is, I under completely understand the comment of why it is so crucial. Yes. It is such an impactful book. Um, I remember the first book that I read all the way through when I was a little girl was Matthew. Mm-hmm. But the first book that I truly loved was Romans. Mm-hmm. It's and unbelievable. It the The pieces of wisdom and guidance that builds the framework of our faith. Absolutely. It's there. And sometimes it can be a lot. So if you got to take your time and chew it, girl, take your time and chew it. Yes. But it is a good one to go back to time and time again. Yes. And let me encourage you guys, like if the Bible is intimidating to you, like I think about what you did last year with Bible in a year, which I know like is a huge accomplishment and a huge time commitment. But when I, like I said, I had kind of gotten out of this prayer journaling and note taking that helps me be the deepest that I've ever been in my walk with God and in studying the word. Last year, I'd done this for the majority of the year and I just took it New Testament book. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to focus on the New Testament. And then I also did Psalms and Proverbs. And before you know it, like you've gotten through most of the New Testament. Um, I was looking and I was like, okay, I did all the letters, I did all the Gospels, and I was like, dang, have I read the whole New Testament? Yeah. Like, what? It, like, what's happening? Yeah, it goes by pretty quickly. And so I'm really excited because I've kept all the journals, and I'm like, man, I'm going to have notes about, and this is not a haughty statement, this is hopefully encouraging to you all, seeing what Liz did last year, and seeing kind of my, like, kind of chunking method of taking chapters day by day, and I'm like, man, I'm going to have notes of where I was in my life Mm -hmm. and what I was reading and what those verses meant to me at that moment and Mm -hmm. what I got out of those. And I'll be able to look back at that and be like, dang girl, 
you covered the whole New Testament last okay. summer or whatever. Like, it's really, it, I think that if I sat down and I was like, okay, I'm going to read the whole New Testament by summer. Yeah. I'd be like, dang, this is hard. But like, I haven't even really thought of it that way. I'm just taking it chapter by chapter. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. And let me tell you, someone from the Bible app is listening. I wish that we could label the colors, like specific colors, so I could assign it to a year. Mm. Because when I go back and I look in my Bible app, it's really, I I just love being able to see what was I thinking about. And I kind of have a general idea of like, yeah. was I highlighting this a couple years ago or was this like way back when I was, I probably, I didn't use the Bible app as much when I was in college. So this is mostly since I've graduated. But yeah. it is nice to be able to go back and be like, oh, that was a long time ago because I haven't used yellow in forever. Right. But um, there's so many different things to come back. But that's one thing that I struggle with on the side of like journaling is that I'm like, I will probably, I won't go back and read it. Mm. But that's me. I'm bu- I'm also not a writer. See, it's it's diff- there's no yeah, right there's, or wrong. Exactly. Exactly. So whatever whatever works for you. But I, sometimes I'm like if someone ever got into the Bible app and they're like r- I'll make notes and I'm with with my random questions. I'd be like, "Why is this like this?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Isaac means laughter." <laughs> you right. know, random things that's in there, but it's so helpful when you when you do go back. But the thing is is that it, this is all a relationship with the Lord. Yes. And I'm like, it, again, remembering that he is a completely sovereign God, but also a heavenly father. And think in the same fashion, how would you treat a friend? Mm, you know, so true. Well, I'm, only, I'm calling you because this is my 15 minutes when I said I would call and you've got only 15 minutes. Or I'm only calling you because I feel like I have to because my pastor says so. Mm. Or society says I have to be here. I'm like, that's not, I mean, you would ha- you'd feel awful if someone said that to you. I'm only here because I yeah. have to be. But more of a, I get to be here. I'm. It's like, God, thank you for just letting me come to you. Yeah. And I think that if you think of it in that mindset, and like lately, because I mean, and you hear Christians and believers say this, like some days you don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. The way that I've been thinking about it this week and when I say this week, I genuinely mean like, yes, the past few days is I'm like, this is not just like something that I do. It's who I am. Like yeah. this is this. I want this to be a part of mm-hmm. my DNA as a part of my daily routine. Just like, um, like, okay, something that I'm quite literally religious about doing is washing my face every night. Because I like what that does for me, both mm-hmm. mentally and physically, to my face, mm-hmm. and I know what will happen. I will, I will feel a breakout coming. Yeah, the next day if I do not, or I'll have really oily pores, or except, I mean, literally, I can name so many symptoms of me not washing my face. But I'm like, that's just who I am, and I like who that makes me. Mm-hmm. And I've started picturing my quiet time with the Lord in that way Mm, mm -hmm. and it's completely changed it's not something that I have to do it's something that I get to do for myself yeah perspective yeah it changes the game and when you sit y'all when you start to see the fruit of it and it won't be immediate so no absolutely not it doesn't mean it couldn't be it can't be immediate but over time you're like oh like whenever someone's like where is that one verse that says and you're like oh I think it's in, you know, John chapter six or somewhere around there. And you're like, oh, I didn't know I knew that. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes when you, you start to have a bad day and you start recalling a verse that you read mm-hmm. or you start picturing or in feeling like your relationship with, with God has just deepened, mm. you know, and, yes. and 
as uh, it's not that I hate to even say this, but you really start to feel it when when trials and tribulations start coming your way, and you're not stressed. Mm, yeah. And I was um, I was talking to my mom yesterday or the day before, and and I was I told her I hadn't been feeling well, and she was like, honestly, it's probably because you're stressed. She's like, you need to give it to the Lord. And she and I said, Mom, what do you think I've been doing? I'm like, literally still stressed. And she goes, Honey, you wouldn't have made it if you hadn't been given what you have been. Ain't that the truth, though? And it is. It is. But that comes that comes from calling back on that that those times. But I can't imagine. I can't imagine where I'd be right now. But the thing is, is that I can't imagine where I will be in the future, maintaining these these habits. Amen. It's a blessing. It's a gift. To get to spend time with the Lord. Yes. I mean, I think about the Old Testament and how there were so many rules and regulations and offerings and sacrifices and everything else just to have your sins covered. There wasn't dwelling with the Lord. Right. But that is a gift that we have. And I think we take it for granted sometimes. We totally do. It's like uh, Francis Chan wrote the the book, (sighs) The Forgotten God. And it's just about all about the Holy Spirit. We've got to add that to the book club. We do that one. Yeah, we definitely up in do. the club. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think about even like stories of the Old Testament, like Daniel and the lion's den, and how they prayed at certain times in the day, and that was the law that, like, at this time, this time, this time, you know, mm-hmm. you got down on your knees and you prayed. But like then in the New Testament, in the remix, yeah. <laughs> um, in the New Testament, it's like pray continuously because we can. And we need Like it. you don't mm-hmm. have to pray at certain times. You can or you can pray all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Which it's is awesome. So thankful. Same. It's like, and you know, again, prayer doesn't have to look at, and we've said this so many times, prayer doesn't have to look so structured. And I always got, I always feel n- nervous and subconscious about my prayers. I'm like, they're not as, they're not as pretty and polished as some people. But they're real. But, but they're real. And that's, and that's the goal. Yeah. I mean, look, we, we can bring our fake selves to God, but what good does that do? Anybody? I know. And our generation, like, I, I'm going to be completely honest with you. And we haven't talked about the revival that has gone on. Yes. We haven't even talked about that in our personal life. I can't believe it. I know. I know. It's crazy. We'll d- we've got so many things to discuss. Yes. But anyway, like... Our generation is craving mm-hmm. the genuine realness that is the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm mm-hmm. so freaking done with the fluff and the bull crap that can come with religion. Like, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I want the real thing. Mm-hmm. And someone at our church spoke this Sunday, um, one of my good friends, Nolan. He was talking about, um, I cannot remember the name of the guy telling the story, but... but a notorious atheist was speaking, talking about if your God is who he says he is and does what you claim and what Mm -hmm. he claims he has done. Why in the, what, what in the world do you have to lose in just trying to convince me? Yeah. Like, why aren't you knocking down my door? Yeah. And I'm like, that to me is a full representation of millennial and Gen Z generation Christians Mm -hmm. and nothing against the generations that come like before us, because I do think that by no fault of, of a lot of people by fault of probably some people that we don't know who they are. The church has become really institutionalized and religionized question mark, if Mm -hmm. that's a word. Um, But we're here. I'm really excited to see the narrative. Yeah. 
shift oh, yeah. with our generation because it's like, are you in or not? Because oh, yeah. I believe this is the real thing. And and we're seeing a lot of that. It's like, if if you believe it, do it, be it. Yes. Act, you know, we want to see it in your actions. Yeah. And that's fair. And so it's, it's also a hard look at yourself. It is. It's yeah. Like where, where do I actually stand on this? Am I willing to actually stand up for it when it gets tough? Right. And I mean, you'll never know until you're in the mm. moment. We could, we can speculate all day. Yeah. But when that moment comes, what are you going to do? So true. But, um, as far as our, our quiet times, I know we're, we're coming close on time, but what are you reading? You're reading Romans right now. What is something that you've gained from reading Romans? Um, like I said, it's just really applicable. I feel like it is like Christ following 101. Yeah. And it's showing, Paul writes so well about like the true nature of God, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So his commentary on that is just absolutely unparalleled in, in my opinion, to any other book mm-hmm. of the New Testament. Um Talking about, like, and I'm reading in the message version because y'all know it's just what I do. But it's talking about, like, don't be the reason that somebody else is down on God. Mm -hmm. That's something that chapter 2 says that really stuck out to me. Something that I read this morning in chapter 3. And I even have had to, like, actually, you know, I read this yesterday. I divided chapter 3 in two parts. Our faithlessness does not cancel out his faithfulness. So, like, that tells me, like, there's nothing I can do to diminish the power of God. Like, mm-hmm. he is God. Like, but it's my choice to have faith in in his faithfulness, mm-hmm. you know. So good. So good. What about you? So, the Bible study plan that I'm reading right now has me in Genesis and in Matthew at the same time. Very cool. Which has been really cool. Um, and I've I've liked being back in the Old Testament Um, I feel like I spent forever there and now I'm like, man, I kind of miss it. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, pulling from Matthew, one of my favorite chapters and I really kind of, it's, I feel bad for saying this, almost forgot how much I enjoy it until Mm -hmm. I go back and I see how much I've highlighted in it over the years, but it's the parable of the sower. Y'all know we're plant people out here, but even in talking, um, about how the seed falls or if it's falling on the rocky soil or if it's falling in the, the field, if it's falling amongst weeds or in all the places, um, but one of the big things that really stuck out to me this time when I was coming back through, what is the um, Simon and Garfunkel song? It's like, hello, darkness, my old friend. Yes, what is that called? Um, anyway, I know. Tell us. Right. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, people, it talks similarly as this passage, which kind of made me laugh a little bit this morning. Yeah. Was, or yesterday morning when I was reading this. But talking about, you know, he says, this is why I speak to them in parables. Though seeing, they don't see. Though hearing, they don't hear. Um And he's like, you'll be hearing but never understanding, seeing but never perceiving. Mm. And it really made me take a moment to pause and say, thank God. I was like, God, I thank you for an opportunity to not only hear with my ears, but hear with my heart. Mm, Yeah. And not just seeing with my eyes, but seeing like there, there is a difference. Yeah, that's good. And it, it reminds me of. Sometimes I'll have a conversation and I'll be like, are you hearing me with your head or your heart right now? Like you right. can, you can accept what I'm saying to you, but if you don't accept it for yourself to actually act upon, mm. those are two different things. I'm like, God, I thank you for allowing me to hear and see the things that 
that caused me to have action. Yeah, that that's caused good. me to take action. Um, because there are, and it talks about that there are people who have prophesied in, in not prophesied, excuse me, there, there are people who are, you know, like Pharisees and priests and all the things mm-hmm. that have longed to hear and see and don't. Mm-hmm. And yet there are people who didn't have the formal training in that time that could see and hear better than, than so many. Amen. And so that's, it was also an encouragement that don't count yourself out. Yeah, that's it's really okay good. if you don't have all the accolades, if you haven't been to seminary, if you don't have all of the years and everything else under your belt. That doesn't mean that the Lord isn't talking to you. He's not moving through you. He's not speaking to you. Preach, sister. I'm just saying. I'm like, I was. It was just. It was so nice. Yeah. It was a breath of fresh air <laughs> to yeah. see it in a new light. And once again, that's what I love about going back through. I've probably read Matthew 13 dozens of times at this point for the number of times I've read through the gospels, but you never know what you're going to see in a new light. And I thank God that it feels like his word is reinvented over and over Mm, again for us and something new pops out. And, you know, I think it's really important to recognize that with us having such a sovereign God, that he is in full control over his own word. Mm, Yeah. You know, I've, I've had conversations with people and they're like, well, I think this, you know, I think this means this because of this, or I'm not convinced that this means this because it says this here. And I can't help but think to myself, how can I believe that God created this entire world, spoke it into existence, but he can't take care of his own word? Queen. But he can take care of me, but not his word. Right. I'm like, he can. He can. And so... Listen, not only in... I think of uh, the first chapter of uh, first. Is it first John? In the beginning was the word. Mm-hmm. The word was with God, and the, the word, word was God. God. Period. Yes. And so, in spending time in that quiet time, it's not just learning, but spending time with God. Yes, the word is God. Yes, and so it it also helps. Like I said, when you get to those trials and tribulations, for me, it changes what you know. Um, we like your gut. If really the Holy Spirit is responding back sometimes. Right. I can tell the difference when it's my gut versus the Holy Spirit or when it's just my inner thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, but all that to say is that voice becomes louder, becomes clearer. Amen. And you learn to trust it more and more through quiet time. Yes. So if you don't, if you currently don't have a quiet time routine, it's okay if it doesn't look like mine or Sarah's. It can look like whatever. There was a season of my life where it was literally just every morning on my morning commute specifically. I'm going to play, you know, K-Love, or I'm going to play a Christian playlist that I love. Right. Something that gets my my heart posture right. Amen. If it looks like that, that's fine. If it's, in, if it's those days when you were dog-tired and you're just saying, Lord, help me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which I've been there, too. Then, then that's okay. But I just encourage you to pursue that relationship with Christ because he longs to have one with you. Amen. And I would say to to stick with it because there is really real life fruit that comes out of it. Amen. The peace, the like Ooh. literally the fruits of the spirit, like having those in your grocery cart of life. Yes. You need you have to have them. Seriously. I, I wouldn't want to walk around this world without them. I, I can't. No. Nope. <laughs> like function. I literally cannot. <laughs> But anyway, guys, I hope that you enjoyed this quick little chat on uh, Quiet Time. And yeah, next week, what's going on at Chosen Girl? Wait, 
It's just another conversation with us. Yeah, we got But that. on March 21st, I think that we told y'all the wrong book. We're doing Matt Chandler's book next, The Explicit Gospel. Yes, yes. So we already posted that on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Check out your Audible, Libby. Um, of course, you can find it on Amazon or any major bookstore. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're going to be going through that next, or not next week, but the next book club on March 21st. Yeah, we're so excited. It's going to be great. Yes, you will not want to miss it. And if again, if you have other book recommendations, let us know. And honestly, y'all let us know what your quiet time looks like. We love to. We love I to know. Talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe some ideas. Maybe we can swap it up. We'd love that. Yeah. Well, I hope y'all have a great week. We love yeah. y'all so much. Love you guys, and we'll see you back here next week. Bye. Bye. Well, Chosen Girl fam, that's it for Season 7. Thank you so much for joining us for our Seasons of Life series this season. We hope you feel seen, loved, and mentored. We pray you have a wonderful Advent season leading up to Christmas Day. As usual, if you ever need us, you can find us on Instagram or at thechosengirl.com. And feel free to bench this season or others on your podcast platform of choice. We love you all so much and are so honored to have you here. We will see you in the spring of 2023 for season eight of the Tell Me About It podcast. Bye. Bye.